Hello, thank you for tuning in to this edition of Bloom Fireside. We are at episode 9, and today we have PJ Limegruber, Chief Marketing Officer at District Zero X. If you are interested in decentralized autonomous organizations or decentralized marketplaces, this is the Fireside episode for you. PJ and I go a bit beyond the surface of what District Zero X is and what they're building, and also discuss the Bloom Lending Marketplace District proposal. I finally have a much better understanding of how this all works, and I think you will too by the end of this conversation. So get ready for Bloom Fireside Episode 9 with PJ Limegruber of District Zero X. Thanks for tuning in to Bloom Fireside episode 9. I'm here with PJ Limegruber of District Zero X, and uh, hopefully we're going to have a great chat today. PJ, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Derek. I'm looking forward to it. Great. Uh, on a quick side note, uh, PJ and I actually met a couple of weeks ago in San Francisco during the Bloom Mixer we held uh, during our, team, our Bloom Team Summit. So it was great to actually get to meet one of our partners face to face and uh, and a couple of your team members as well. So uh, that was great. Thanks thanks for coming that night too. Yeah, timing timing worked out great too. It was a really fun event, and I'm I'm really happy I was able to attend. Good. So uh, in the meantime, let's get started here with our normal Bloom Fireside questions and start off with, what is District Zero X? Oh, it's a really, really good question. So District Zero X is building a network of decentralized marketplaces. So the easiest way to think of what a decentralized marketplace is, is think about a traditional marketplace that you use uh, in your everyday life, maybe something like Amazon or Uber or Airbnb. These marketplaces are ran by traditional companies, traditional organizations, and they don't really leave uh, room for much user feedback or the users, the people that actually use the platforms don't have much of a say on, uh, on what, what changes are made within those organizations. Right. District Zero X is building a framework for allow, to allow for the creation of many decentralized marketplaces. And that means the people that actually use and operate uh, and own and govern those networks uh, are free to do so. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, we'll we'll come back to some of that because, of course, I've got some some deeper questions. But in the meantime, try to lay that foundation here. Uh, how did District Zero X get started, and and what was the rationale be- behind actually getting it moving? It's a great question. So, the the first district that dis- the, the first district within the District Zero X network is called Eatlands, and it is a uh, decentralized peer-to-peer job board. So freelancers can uh, list their abilities, and then jobs, uh, you know, companies can hire them and create a job opportunity, uh, or vice versa. So it's a great decentralized job board. Works very similar to, to like an Eatlands or an Upwork, uh, and this actually predated District Zero X. So. Going back to the beginning of the end of 2016, the beginning of 2017, uh, the co-founder of District Zero X, Matus, built Ethlance before District Zero X launched. Uh, the other co-founder, Joseph Ergo, at the time was doing support at Coinbase and doing some consulting for some early Ethereum projects, uh, came across Ethlance, met Matus, and they came together, and together they developed the idea uh, to create, rather than a one decentralized marketplace, a framework um, for creating many, a network of decentralized marketplaces. Mm-hmm. And then the District Zero X idea was born. Okay, cool. 
Um, you've mentioned Matu, so I believe I met as well, and, and Joe, the other co-founder. Uh, who else are original team members or are there any other co-founders involved? So, so original team members, yes. So, so uh, shortly after the idea was conceived, they brought on Alexander, who uh, was a, who did support with Joe at Coinbase, uh, and they later onboarded Bre- uh, Brady McKenna, who is all, was also on the Coinbase support team. That kind of rounded out the the initial uh, the initial team, uh, and then uh, I was brought on later. So, a little bit about my background: I'm a traditional marketing consultant. I founded a influencer marketing soft, uh, SaaS software startup called NeoReach. I also used to do just traditional like search engine optimization and internet marketing consulting, um, as well as uh, I'm a professor at the University of Southern California where I teach digital marketing. So after the, after the initial founding team got started and, and they completed their, uh, their initial contribution period and launched, uh, I was brought on to help kind of help with the marketing efforts and help spread the word. Cool. Uh, in the interest of full disclosure, in case people haven't already guessed, PJ and Jesse co-founded NeoReach together. You guys are brothers, right? Correct. <laughs> so just it's not a very common last name, so people have already probably put two and two together, but let's get out, get that out there. And uh, I actually met Alexander uh, at the Team Summit as well, and I believe Matus was there as well, wasn't he? He was, he was. Okay, that was the same Matus. You never know how many Matuses yeah. there, there might be. So. Yeah, you've met a lot of the core team already. I have, uh, and I have spoken with Brady a couple of times, uh, trying to coordinate um, some back and forth between District Zero X and and Bloom at a community level. But uh, we have yet to meet. He couldn't couldn't make it out, unfortunately. Um, so you already uh, answered a little bit about you know what you do uh, or what you have been doing before joining District Zero X. Um, so let's move forward to uh, blockchain. You know we we hear, especially now in 2018, a lot of people saying, "Well, why does this need to be on a blockchain?" And uh, and I and I'm confident you uh, District Zero X has some rationale for it, but I'd I'd like to hear it, and I'm sure that some others would as well. Yeah, I mean for us, it's it's pretty simple. I mean it's the evolution of the smart contract. You know, the smart contract allows you to remove that traditional business structure, uh, and that makes a whole new a whole new uh, ball game in terms of possibilities. So when you don't actually need a central governing board or a central governing body, a board of directors, that things like that. Uh, to run a company and you can put move all those business functions to a smart contract, uh, they really open up the possibilities. And that's obviously uh, why in the interest of decentralization, District Zero X you know, is built on a blockchain, just so we can really take advantage of those smart contracts. Okay, fair enough. Um, how does a district work? I think that's probably the number one question people come to have, even after engaging for a little bit with, with, uh, with the team. Yeah, so so the districts will be, and we'll talk a little bit more about this as we go. But the districts, uh, and what each district will do, will ultimately be decided by the people that the cre- that 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 create them, uh, and submit them to the district registry. And that's a, a a different topic that we'll cover. But I think I think really to to lay the lay the groundwork really simply, there's a few core functionalities that a district within the District Zero X network will have, and they're the pretty simple core functionality. So you would think of things like the ability to search through listings, um, a, a filtering capability, uh, the ability for posting, the, the ability to rate users, uh, the ability uh, to create a ranking system or a reputation system, um, as well as a payment system and an invoicing system. So all of these kind of core functionalities, I think, are core to 
that you would see in any centralized marketplace today. For, for instance, you know, in an, Air, in, a, in an eBay, you can search through a list of products. You can uh, see a, a, a score for the buyer and a score for the seller. You can send invoices and you can pay and get paid through that. You know, same thing with a, with a, with an Uber. You know, you see you have a score as a rider. Your driver has a score. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are all core functionalities uh, that exist within uh, that will exist within the, the marketplaces that are built on the District Zero X network. In order to kind of catapult that, um, we are building a, a software that the, 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 the districts will run off of called D Zero X Infra. And in order for us to build D0X Infra, we're actually deploying the first districts ourselves that are that each have different components of that core functionality. So as I mentioned earlier, the first district that we deployed was eGlance. And that allows the users to search for job postings, create listings, message, uh, you know, message users, leave feedback for users, uh, those, those that type of functionality. The second district that we deployed is called Name Bazaar, and Name Bazaar uh, ties in all the auction functionality. So Name Bazaar is uh, a place to buy, sell, and trade .ens names, so .eth names. I know, and I think you guys have like BloomWallet.eth. So yeah, this is a, right, yeah. you do right. So this is a place where uh, where you can buy, sell, and trade those names. And unfortunately, ENS hasn't really taken off as much as as kind of. The direction it was headed back in 2017, but Name Bazaar is, is a really, really cool decentralized marketplace that you can go see and check out auction functionality. So all that functionality is there, and it's live, and it's up on the main net. You can buy an ENS name or sell or trade an ENS name. And then finally, I think the what will kind of round out the core components uh, of of, uh, of District Zero X is, is what's going to be deployed in our next district, which is called Meme Factory. And Meme Factory. It will be a token curated registry for the uh, for the issuance of collectible meme. So we are going to be uh, so users will be able to create their own memes, submit them to a registry, uh, issue memes, and then buy, sell, and trade them. And that will kind of round out the functionality. I think of all the core components that will comprise D zero X infra uh, and the and the, the district zero X marketplaces. Okay, cool. Um- can you tell me a little bit about the Bloom Token Lending District proposal? How? What does that look like? What's What's the What What is the reason for its for its proposal and and potentially eventual existence? Right. So that's a that's an excellent question, and I think a common misconception that people have about about District Zero X. So I want to clear a few things up. So the District Zero X team. Uh, is building and deploying the first districts uh, on their own. So we're using our developers and our developer resources. Mm-hmm. After we after we deploy our first few districts, we are going to look to the community to signal the next five districts that we will build. Uh, and so the way to, the way that you would signal to do that is you would go to vote.districtzerox.io and you would see a list of different district proposals that are made by uh, other projects that are made by users in our community, and basically. Uh, the process is very, very simple. You go to GitHub and you create uh, almost like a mini white paper. You talk about uh, what the functionality will be, how, how it will tie in, uh, what, what, what the core use cases are. And the users that, that have DNT are able to read these proposals and then signal using their DNT uh, which, which proposals that we should build next. So Bloom has made a, dis- Bloom has made a district proposal for uh, for a lending district, and that's and um, and so I wanted to 
I wanted to clear that up. It's not a, it's not exactly like sure. a, a corporate partnership, like a lot of people think. Um, it's really more of like Bloom just put the proposal out there. Uh, if the Bloom community and the District Zero X community decide that it will be built, uh, then the District Zero X team will build it. Of course, the Bloom team is welcome to build it on their own as well, or anybody in the community is welcome uh, to read the proposal and, and, and use our tools and build it themselves. So I want to talk a little bit about the core features, and uh, I think that will kind of round out every all the questions, I think, because we, we get a lot of questions about the, the Bloom community lending district as well. So you know all the benefits of Bloom, right? Um, all the how it enables. Certainly I do, yes. <laughs> I, I think you would, right? And they're, they're real, it's really quite exciting. Um, but I think I think what we we aim to accomplish with the Bloom Lending District is that we want to have an actual user interface where somebody can uh, a user can submit an application for a loan. Uh, the loan application will require like the basic parameters such as funding amount, use of funds, paycheck rate. Uh, Bloom will provide the publicly visible core metrics about borrower the borrower's history. Uh, questions about identity, credit, credit worthiness, risk associated. That's everything that, that Bloom does. Uh, and the District Zero X Lending District would allow anyone in the world to post a request for a loan, peers to, re to review the information about the loan without having to go through a financial institution, and then ultimately issue that loan directly to the user. Um, Bloom will enable lenders to lend confidently with KYC, uh, you know, identity verification, risk assessment, credit worthiness assessment. Uh, but all this will happen uh, without the use of a bank, and it will it will be facilitated right through uh, the lending marketplace. So it's kind of like you you can sign on to you'll you would you would in this world sign on to the District Zero X uh, Bloom lending marketplace. You would say I need a loan for five thousand dollars. You would integrate your Bloom score, your Bloom ID. Lenders mm -hmm. would be able to offer you different rates, and then you would be able to say, Aha, this is the best rate. Uh, from and you can diligence the lender as well. You can do you can do your diligence on your end, and then you'll be able to to get that loan and get issued that loan all through a marketplace without having to set foot inside a regular bank. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> no, that's really cool. I mean, so like you said, you know, clearing up mi misconceptions. Um, it's not an an official uh, partnership in the sense that District Zero X is going to. Um, help people create Bloom IDs for the entire organization or, you know, for, for every potential um, marketplace. Uh, but in this case, this would be a direct, uh, you know, bring your Bloom ID with you, bring everything, everything that, that, that that has attested to it and participate in that in that ecosystem in a, in a not quite trustless, but certainly in a peer to peer manner and uh, and without, a, a, you know, money going to middlemen or that sort of thing. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it, it's the best of both worlds, right? We get to use all of Bloom's great technology, right? The credit worthiness assessment without actually, the user doesn't actually have to give up those details. You know how that works. And then we get to use the best of District Zero X's technology, which is creating the actual marketplace and the, the user interface, the searching, the posting, the listing, the filtering, uh, all of that. And, and, and of course, you know, this doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, in, in a in a district zero X district, of course, you know you guys will open source when you're completed building. We'll open so we are currently open sourced, and we completely turn over to the community, uh, you know, in a, within a few years. So th these tools will be out there for anybody to build and integrate. So we may see you know the Bloom technology and the district zero X technology integrated in a way that you know it might not be on the district zero X in, within a district zero X district. You know, could really be right. anywhere, and that's really the exciting part about all this stuff. Cool. 
D0X Infra. So is that eventually something anybody would be able to, to potentially like pull over and use in their own project, or is it really meant for uh, the marketplaces themselves within the District Zero-X platform? You mean it's intended to be used within the, in the marketplace themselves in the District Zero-X platform. So basically it's a framework, it's like a toolkit for budding developers to build decentralized marketplaces using like a standard modular framework. Right, Easy. kind of like an SDK. Like an SDK. The easiest comparison I could make would be like, I hate to word, I hate to use WordPress because of all the security vulnerabilities. But like you know, give your work to the WordPress site. They have yeah. integrations and apps that you can add on, right? And that's kind of that's kind of how the District Zero X Zero X Infra will be. Is like it'll be like the core WordPress, and then there's different uh, auxiliary modules that that you'll be able to add on for different features and different functionality. Right. The end goal, maybe maybe um, like a Linux might be a, might be a better example. I think the end, the end goal is that you as a user, right, or as a person in the community, you see an idea for a marketplace, you want to build it, you don't know how to, you don't know much about programming and solidity or programming with smart contracts, so you can kind of use our tools to fill in the gaps of your knowledge where you'll still be responsible like for creating the user interface and the design of your own network, but at least you'll be able to use our tools uh, to fill in all the stuff where you know the smart contracts interact with the blockchain, the stuff that I mean I don't even know how to do. Most people don't know how to do. You know the stuff that you know the, the developers that put in their blood, sweat, and tears. They're basically going to make the tools really, really easy. So it's going to allow for faster creation of marketplaces. It's going to allow for faster iteration of ideas because we kind of skip that barrier to entry uh, of development, which is like pretty cumbersome, especially especially. You know, for the folks that are watching that have done a little bit of development in blockchain, they know it's it's not easy. Yeah, no, that's cool. I just I just wanted to you know get a little bit more of that uh, of that out there because I think it's really really neat. And you know, if you if you are looking to build sort of like a fintech app, you know, it, fairly soon, you know, in the next six to twelve months, you should have all the tools available to register, authenticate, get KYC through Bloom, and then you've got all this. Uh, you know all, all the infrastructure. You know the essentially the the District Zero X SDK infra Zero X infra that can do a whole bunch of other things. I think um, if you want to if you want to make parallels, uh, Laravel has a framework. I can't remember the name now, but it's like ninety nine bucks uh, US, and it gives you all that invoicing authentication. Um, you know a lot of that stuff out of the box because that's not the sort of thing you need to rewrite every single time. So I think that that would be an apropos uh, um, comparison as well with uh, with the tools that we're building and will be available. Well, in, in our case, you know, is available on on testnet already, and uh, and in your case, we'll all be ready um, start to finish really soon. Uh, what what is the timeline on on getting those? Or I guess getting Meme Factory done, and then those next five districts done. You know, so that potentially, if if Bloom's one of them, what what sort of, or the Bloom Lending District is one of them, what sort of time frame can people expect for those next few to be done uh, after Meme Factory, whenever that's going to be done, and then and then going forward? Great question. So Meme Factory, we are, so we've, on our side, we've been quite heavily beefing up our development team. We brought on uh, a, a really, we built what was a once a small organization. You know, we have a development team of about six or seven now, and we're actively growing. So... Our timeline changes as we grow on onboard more people and they're able to do more things. I think you know, that, that timeline 
certainly changes in function, you know, changes over time. I can't say for sure when Meme Factory is going to launch. I think you know, from the from the discussion we've had internally, where where we have targeted sometime in Q3, um, okay. you know, or maybe as late as the beginning of Q4. I think is where kind of the the date we all have circled on our map. But I think you know, also the term done is such a nebulous term. You know, Lance was deployed in January of 2016. I'm sorry, of January 2017. And uh, and we're going back just this week. We're going back and making some UI changes to it and fixing a few things as well. So I mean, sure. it's never done. It's always going. It's always going to be working. You know, it's always going to be a work in progress. I think as far as the you know the next five districts and then for districts after that, and this is a little bit more. I wanted to I wanted to cover. You asked a question prior, and I think I can add a little more clarity. But um, so basically, as I mentioned earlier uh, in our in our in our talk, to, in order for a district to be created by the District Zero X team. Uh, the people that hold the, the users that hold the DNT token will actually vote using their DNT token to signal which districts our team should build. So after the completion of Meme Factory, we're going to start looking to the community uh, for the for the for the ideas for what those next five districts are. As far as a timeline, you know, it's it's really I, I I couldn't say for sure. I think it comes down to which districts we pick and what functionality those districts have. Um, you know, and, and it, it may be quick, it might be, you know, it might be longer. So I, I would think, you know, it's going to be at least a few years, I think, to set the table properly. It's something that's it's definitely in the in the years, not months time frame. Uh, but, okay. but past that, I, I can't really say for sure. Okay. So you asked me a question about the DDRX infra, if, if like the framework is going to be open and available for everybody to use, or it's only strictly limited to the District 0x network. And that's right. a question we actually get Quite a bit. So these are infra is not quite finished, but it's a question we get quite a bit, and I think there's a couple of things I think that will clear that up. So one, uh, the tools will be will be out there on GitHub for anybody to use. You can simply just you know, take it and fork it and run with it if you so choose. In order for a district to be included to the District Zero X network, it will have to up, it will have to go through what's called the district registry. And this is kind of this function like a token curated registry. It's our version of a token curated registry. And how it's going to work is, is you as a user will uh, build, you'll build that district or you'll submit the district proposal, you'll get, you'll get everything together and then you'll submit it using DNT to the registry. What will happen is the people that, uh, that own DNT token that care about the District Zero X network will review the proposal, they'll take a look at the code, they'll look at the network and say, this is great, this deserves to be a part of the District Zero X network and they'll allow it into the network. If somebody okay. believes that the that it's you know it's fraudulent or something is wrong with it or maybe it promotes something malicious or suspicious, they can match that match that registry deposit and issue what's called a challenge, and then it goes down to a vote, and then the District Zero X token holders uh, that govern the registry will then vote on whether or not uh, that district that that district proposal or that district should be included within the District Zero X network. If it's ultimately voted that it should not be included. Uh, that deposit from the person that submitted it is then forfeited and distributed to the voters, and that project is not allowed to join the District Zero X network. Uh, if it is, the same thing happens on the other end. The, the challenger's deposit is forfeited and so on. So this kind of creates economic incentive for people to police the quality of the network. Because ultimately, uh, it's not a centralized company, right? So so the District Zero X team has no say over, uh, oh, you know, if somebody makes a competitor to ETHLANCE, we can't say, oh, well, you know, we're going to kick that out. It's, it's completely open source. So it's really up to the community to decide, you know, 
which which districts get let in and ultimately you know what happens once those districts are let in you know what 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 how do we make changes to the bylaws how do we set an, an acceptable code of conduct you know how is revenue uh, you know how is revenue that's collected by the district how is it used you know does it is it used to pay marketers is it used to pay developers so basically all of these business processes that happen um, you know through centralized processes that we know today will eventually happen uh, and be governed by the people and that's actually where our, our partnership with Aragon comes into play is, is you know well, Aragon is making uh, that, that great user interface and user experience for the actual governance so all that will happen uh, in a corresponding Aragon entity so um, you know that's how we're all working together it's pretty neat yeah, that is really neat. Okay, um, I don't have any other questions. Uh, do, is there anything we haven't touched on that you really wanted to impart uh, upon people listening and watching today? I, you know, I think there's a few things. You know, I think there's a common criticism amongst Ethereum projects is that, you know, apart from ICOs, there's, there's no real use of the token, and none of these token projects have, have real use. You know, I will remind the bloom the bloomers out there that if you have BLT, you can create a bloom ID. That that functionality is live. There's a lot mm -hmm. of functionality that's coming. Same with District Zero X. You can use your DNT to signal what districts the District Zero X team will build next, and then ultimately you'll be able to use your DNT, um, you know, for governance within the networks within within the District Zero X network. Uh, the first opportunity of that will be with Meme Factory. So um, if you have, you know, you'll be able to, uh, we're going to be issuing a new token for Meme Factory called Dank, and that's going to be the governing token inside the, uh, inside the Meme Factory network, and you can, you'll be able to use your District 0x uh, token to get that as well. So there's, a, there's already a lot of functionality out there, uh, you know, with the token with regards to both of our projects. So if you haven't done so, and a lot of people... Are guilty of this. If you haven't done so, I really encourage you to try it out. You know, go create a Bloom ID. Go to to vote.district0x.io uh, and and signal with the NT what you know what district we should build next. Uh, so so get out there and actually you know use these tokens and start you know start trying them out and you know do something more with them than you know just let them sit in your wallet or let them, let them sit let them sit in on exchange. Uh, put them to use because it's quite fun. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, so there are. It's a it's a hurry up and wait type of thing. You know, where where you know we have certainly said you know you're going to be able to do all these things, and you are definitely going to be able to do all these things with with your Bloom tokens and and your Bloom ID and uh, you know. But for us, it's just a matter of making sure we do it right and and uh you know and give give people real world utility and and that involves making partnerships and that sort of thing and uh and that's what we've been focused on since since day one so you know we're on our way i'm i know we have lots of really cool things to share with with our community really really soon and uh and it sounds like you guys are well on your way to to doing the same beyond ethlands and name bazaar already and i really wish i'd known that district zero or name bazaar was a district zero x project when I went to go register um, my first ENS domain, because the, the interface I used for that was a massive pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, right. So obscure and very little information about what to do next. And like, it, it took way too much searching and trial and error to figure out like, how do I actually register DerekSilva.eth? Like, what is going on? And yeah. uh, I eventually figured it out, but uh, certainly, you know, it, it 
it doesn't feel like a lot of value to a lot of people but a nice interface on on a process that like that goes a long way um, so so it's great that uh, that somebody is is focused on it and that is definitely where I'm gonna buy my next uh, ENS domain oh, sweet <laughs> All right, PJ. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining us today. I know everybody's busy, but uh, but I managed to to find time in their schedule, and I really appreciate it. Um, so if you uh, really enjoyed um, uh, our chat today, definitely give us a like or five stars on your uh, podcast app, and of course, go check out District Zero X at districtzero You guys have a Telegram community. You have a Slack community. Uh, links to all that on the website. And, uh, and go tell Brady I said hi, and you should go say hi too. Yep, come to our channel, smash that like button, smash that <laughs> button, subscribe, all that. I got to give us, you know, gotta, can't, can't leave without our shame. Love. Now you know PJ definitely works in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, PJ, have a great day. And uh, yeah, and please share this with your friends and family so that they can learn more about, about Bloom and District Zero X. Excellent. Bye. Thanks. Bye.